Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow new 6160 citizens, I got there eventually, are currently going through every single issue of every single volume of Jonathan Hickman's Ultimate Janvasion. This week, we are covering issues three and four of Ultimate Invasion, and I am fucking stoked about it, so let's just talk about it. Uh, I'm your host, Eric Zana, and I'm joined, of course, by the only two people who I would trust to build me a time machine, and then one of them send their offspring from the future back to me to try and kill me and stop me from making said time machine, which with time travel uh, rules would make it so that they couldn't go back because then the time machine wouldn't be made. Uh, I smell toast burning, but <laughs> of course, first off, he is, I mean, He's chased me from universe to universe. He captured me. He put me in a big metal mask. And now he is here standing in front of me. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. I I, I don't even know what to say to that. Of course I did. Of course I did. Listen, this is what you want. This is who you want to be. Mm, I don't Again, you used to be in a library. I, but, but I, you I like books I, and shit? I like Malcolm. books, but I also Wait. like sunlight. Uh, yeah. Malcolm, would you? Sunlight's bad for you. Don't worry. Malcolm, would, if if you if given the chance, would you do this all again and erase him from existence? No. Oh, interesting. I'll keep that in mind. And we are also, of course, joined by the future offspring of somebody who has constructed his very own uh, green and purple suit to come back in time to try and kill us. It's Jacob Brown. Ah, uh, listen, it's the ultimate Jacob Brown. <laughs> oh, Gollum has entered chat. I'm stuck in this. I'm stuck in this way. Oh no! Hobbitses, oh, Hobbitses. He started <laughs> doing that voice for uh, Ultimate Reed Richards last episode, and it's just he he hasn't been able to stop. It's been a week. Oh my god! Oh, oh my I god! Can't. I gotta get back to my own universe somehow. I don't know oh. what's wrong. It scratches my brain in like the weirdest way. <laughs> it's like it's like a screwdriver to the temple. <laughs> a sonic screwdriver? You know, I would fucking love like an intro like that where it's just like he explained book club and it shows our names going through the little title. The time portal. That would be sick. So we'd have to we'd have to be either 11th opening or 13th opening oh yeah with all because the we names. have so oh, many yeah. names 13. yeah yeah i, was just gonna say, it I could personally be like would say too. the 11th opening because i oh, like yeah. that version of murray gold's uh doctor who opening yeah that me too the, that's the I most, forgot how good that opening is that that's the most cinematic version of that uh i would say so too the theme, though yeah. the I version really, that they do for um the 12th doctor the... is really good i like 12, 12th doctor is great but shooty's intro is yeah. fucking great i love how sweeping orchestral it is yeah yeah there, there, there's like some <laughs> weird like um, <laughs> some weird like avatar last ever like voices like chanting going on with it too 
oh, it's fucking yeah. dope dude. it's really it's really dope good as fuck it feels like a big performance like it feels yeah that, I, feel like, I love feels when like the doctor event. who theme feels live yeah you know yeah. like it feels like it's live recorded now that, that yeah. one really feels like it's live it, fe- it feels like the marvel fanfare used to feel like yes where it's yeah. like i'm watching you know an event I, it's funny Quinn and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago like the Marvel fanfare kind of sucks now yeah yeah it's kind of a total bummer it's a total bummer and if you've been watching or you did watch uh because of when this episode is coming out uh what if I think they've done a great job in mitigating that by shortening the fanfare they've shortened Mm. it very nicely Uh, and then I also recently as we're recording this just rewatched Guardians 3 put myself through that emotional uh, roller coaster again Uh, I cried again yeah (laughs) but I love when the fanfare goes to like personalized yeah yeah I choke up with the black panther one every time oh yeah, that yeah. One, it's fucking that, crazy that's the that's one that hits. Yeah. I, yeah i love when they're personalized um yeah. but yeah so we are we are here we are talking about ultimate invasion issue three and issue four and i'm just really excited i i loved the opening chapters i'm excited to continue on this journey but i think as you may notice, gentlemen, I've got the number randomizer up. Oh, great. Yeah. Which means it's time. Oh. It's time once again. No. I have a number randomizer <laughs> from one through three. <laughs> and whoever lands on this, they will have to explain everything that's happened up to this point in 60 seconds. It was Malcolm last week. I think it would be hilarious if it's Malcolm again. It's going to be me again. I know it. I know it's going to happen. Oh, I know God. it. It's already on. Okay. Yeah. The, the best thing is, is that they, the listeners can't see this. This is an audio podcast. So we could just be bullshitting right now, but we're not. We're doing a full on number randomizer here. This is it's real. One, two, three. Yeah, this is, this... I am number one. Uh, Malcolm is number two, Jacob is number three, and whoever lands on and bullseye in the hospital room right now, (laughs) everything is a weapon. (laughs) Use your weapon, gentlemen. All right, we are playing that roulette. Are we ready? I guess. Here we go. Jacob, is it a three? Oh, okay. That's a three. That is a three. That's you, buddy. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to put 60 yeah. seconds on the clock. Jacob, you are going to explain what happened to bring us to the opening pages of Ultimate Invasion number three. Are you ready? Yes, I think so. I think I got this. Three, two, one, go. So Miles Teller is the maker and we find him in a box in a little in, in a little containment thing and then we get uh Eagon gruff from like the 2004 as uh uh, uh, uh in fantastic four comes in and he realized like oh shit this isn't the real like this isn't the real miles taylor the, this is like a combination of cronenberg shit 
So basically from there, they have to try and stop Miles Teller from basically destroying the, the, the C-16, uh, the, the, the actual Marvel Universe. And so basically all from after that, he, he, uh, he started going back in time and rearranging some things. Um, the, the, the Avengers tried to stop him, but the thing is he escaped. And all of a sudden, uh, he's reconfigurized. He reconfigurized like the, the 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 new universe with like taking away Spider Man and then like multiple like uh, Avengers and eventually attacking uh, Five, uh, Howard four, Stark again. Three, Howard Stark two, is to Iron one. Man now. So so now he's doing that. Elegant. 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 Graceful as a swan. You fucking welcome. hell. Jacob, I landed. Well I landed the plane. Did do I get a prize? You <laughs> I landed the plane, plane. with half you an get, engine and a half a tank of gas and you get our most fabulous no prize. Congratulations. Yay, no prize. I love Explain these no prize. TM TM TM. Yeah, that's pretty much what <laughs> that's more or less what happened. That's really yeah. <laughs> I was gonna try and throw as many references of like people who played these characters as much as possible. <laughs> that was good. I had no idea what you you're like Miles Teller, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. So also, we... listeners, if you didn't agree with this re retailing, please uh uh let us know uh call in and we'll put you on the show no stop telling yes. people to call in you started this last week and i'm tired of it i'm i'm bringing it back i'm bringing it. i i wanted to end the last episode but i forgot to that's do so funny okay so <laughs> let's just fucking dive in let's go uh, issue three of ultimate invasion we start at the funeral of obadiah stain uh a really interesting place to start considering where we stopped last week with uh the maker being like you built this fucking time machine <laughs> and we now are at obadiah stain's funeral with howard and his young son tony um they are toasting to obadiah's memory um really nice like we talked about it Uh, How could we not talk about family with families? All that we got. <laughs> now you go be with me for the last run. Uh, we talked about it last week. Brian Hitch has not been my favorite in the last 10, 15 years. But this fucking widescreen cemetery. The, yeah. Fucking incredible. Beautiful, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been really fun rewatching old Doctor Who. I say old Doctor Who because it's, you know, almost 20 year old Doctor Who now. Well, um, now it's, is it's, seeing, the, it's the past era. It's, it's the, the past, past era. era. Exactly. Yeah. It's seeing Brian Hitch come up in the credits uh, as like a visual conceptualizer or whatever. Really? What? Really? He, he, he did like concept art shit for, for, uh, for the Eccleston run. Yeah. Really? Um, Shut the fuck up. Another the reason why that too. fucking Eccleston run slaps. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, that my God. makes sense. Mid two thousands when yeah. Brian Hitch was hitting. Oh my God, that's so crazy. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, the uh, the I really love the contrast in this like cemetery like artwork. By the way, the 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 dark brooding like statue that's like uh, like yeah, head down angel. and everything, and the angel above like behind uh, them. 
It's very, very Hickman good. because one was life, the other death. Am I, I know. Right? Yeah. Fuck Am off. Right? Yeah. Am I yeah, right? Yeah. Am I right? Hickman. Uh, no. Am I right? Am I mean, I mean, I mean the Hickheads know. The Hickheads know. Oh, yeah, God damn you. <laughs> I'm serious. No, like you're right because like the the little chapel that's or not chapel, the little like, gazebo that's next to that really dark statue. It's all dark, uh-huh. and then everything Compared with, to with the, the one angel, in the background is all white. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's all white. Yeah, it's all in light and everything like that. Yeah, uh-huh. it's so it's so good. Con- it's little things like this. This artwork is amazing. Um, no, it's incredible, and I do love Obadiah Stane's headstone that reads "Husband, Father, and Futurist." We're gonna get young Zeke. Zeke, my boy, Zeke. Ezekiel. Maybe. Could be cool. Uh, Howard and Tony have this conversation after the service, and Howard's like, hey, what if I told you we could go pack our bags and live in simple solitude? And Tony's like, yeah, that sounds really nice. You know, it can't fucking do that because of all the responsibilities of the world and the fact that you just survived a massive attack. Also, how the fuck did you do that? Which brings us Mm -hmm. 6160 chapter 3 through the looking glass Bum, 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 bum. Oh wait, no, it's no, no, it's the. Because, but because it's an ultimate universe thing, Howard it starts to get a little more warbled every yeah. time. Because we're being more acclimated into it. And turning into a really low. You think like the first two issues was in like stereo? Or like it was like in mono where it's like almost like listening to it on a radio. Yeah. And then it's warbling here before it becomes like crystal clear, like the the 15th Doctor sound. Yeah. It's warping. That sounds fucking Yeah. 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 Uh, So so in this one, I like to think we get Reed Richards, Howard Stark. Reed Richards, <laughs> Tony Stark, <laughs> Ultimate Invasion, <laughs> yes. Chapter wow. Three, Through the Looking, Through glass. The looking glass, written by Jonathan, written by Jonathan Hickman. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Fuck, Fuck dude, we need to get so these ASAP. Yeah. We need to do this. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, we cut to Latveria two days ago. Stop. He's doing this stop, shit on purpose. Stop, stop. He's doing he's, this he's on doing purpose. It. I swear to God, he's doing it on purpose. He's, I swear he, to God. He, he is an avid listener of this book club. He Johnny, come on the show. Yeah, call come in on the show. and we'll put you in, man. <laughs> you can't, Jacob, they can't <laughs> call. I can't, I can't illustrate to you enough how live. much he can't call always live. Don't. You would just call in. ABC, always be calling in. Always be, be calling. Always be calling in. Yeah. Yeah, Latveria two days ago. Uh, not the two days ago of several months no, ago. No, not the two days ago of six weeks no, ago. Not the two days ago of two weeks later. No, not the two days ago of the birth of 6160. Not the two days ago of four weeks ago. Not the two days ago of how much time Reed spent in the city. But the two days ago of right now. Howard Stark is still in Latveria after getting the uh, absolute shit kicked out of him during the attack and surviving, unlike his business partner, Obadiah Stane, and being told that he built a time machine. Maybe. 
He is in a big old meeting room with the most powerful players in the Ultimate Marvel U. Uh, and he is first approached by Emmanuel Da Costa. Whoa! Huh? That, that last name sounds familiar. Huh? Uh, please, please fill me in because I didn't actually get who this was. It's Sunspot's dad. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Our yeah. boy. One half of the ultimate Bill and Ted of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> okay, Sunspot and honestly, Cannonball. But honestly, could be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ten lives, ten deaths of Cannonball and Fuck. Sunspot. Traveling oh through the history of the X-Men to save Cannonball it. and Sunspot's bogus adventure. <laughs> that sounds incredible. Jonathan Hickman would write the shit out of that too, because he That's loves right. the two of them so much. They would be doing the fucking pose on top <laughs> yeah. of a for real TARDIS. TARDIS, yeah, with, exactly. With Izzy in the background, just yeah. like arms crossed, just like God damn it, I fucking yeah. hate you guys. My boys. <laughs> I miss Izzy so much. I fucking miss her. Same. Ah, uh, Smasher, come back. You're the greatest the best Smasher. uh so we see howard getting introduced to the major players that are in this room uh the uh the harada yoshida alliance and then we also meet two interesting characters the lords of the upper and lower kingdoms raw and Kanshu, which is interesting yeah. considering what we know or at least has been announced about mm -hmm. ultimate black panther yep being a war uh -huh. between black panther and Kanshu. oh how interesting i'm fucking stoked dude. that's I can't awesome wait. i can't wait really one of my incredible. favorite writers of comics brian edward hill yep, right yep. Brian, if you want to come on the show, for real. Come on the show. Uh, someone real. here has yeah. already interviewed him before on a previous podcast, so. A couple of times. There's a precedent. There's a precedent set. Come on the show, and then we'll secretly talk about that Power Ranger script that you wrote. What? Uh, what? So we have uh, another character <laughs> come and introduce himself. Henry Duggery. All right, but well, fuck wields, this guy. <laughs> who wields both the Sword of Might and the Amulet of Right. Granting him providence over the entirety of the EU. But he is not Captain Britain. Because he's French he's the mummy. He's the star spangled man. We <laughs> I fucking I can't believe this man. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. <laughs> this guy sucks. Fuck this guy this sucks. Guy. <laughs> As um, soon as he walks in, I was like, oh, I hate that fucker. I'm going to hate that guy. <laughs> Fuck and this guy, his right. ponytail, and his and his goatee. Fuck his goatee. Fuck his face. His shoes, whack. His clothes, whack. The way he rolls in, whack. Jeez. Just like throwing him down. Immortal Hulk, tight as fuck. It's tight as fuck. Tight as fuck, man. <laughs> Who walks up and is just like, he fucking, oh, I love that. He's He says this, right? He's like, I regret the events that have led you here, Mr. Stark. And while I, of course, find some such random violence unacceptable, I cannot help but notice that the intentional malice against this collective of ours implies a certain amount of planning and forethought. Behind that, I suspect a desire to destabilize all that we have built, a blow against our proactive, peaceful union. 
Should such mindless and pointless action prove to be the intent, well, that would make me quite angry. Here's where I say something really sad. Because unfortunately, this is sad now. Uh, when I first read this, the only voice I heard for him was Andre Brower. Oh. Oh. And and now it's kind of a sad that. thing. But I mean, that's that's the exact kind of cadence and like sure. that yeah. you want this Hulk to have. Oh, 100%. And it also, like, just in general makes me terrified at the idea of what does a pacifist Hulk look like when he's truly angry? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, big ups to Andre Brower, man. Or Andre Bauer. Brower? Andre Brower. 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 God. Miss you already. Miss him the most. Um, but speaking of angry, fucking Ilyana comes in like a bat out of hell. And she's like, everyone's trying to fucking kill us, and I hate it. <laughs> I... She's so hot for that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Even when problem. she's yelling, she's I'm just like, oh boy. Oh she's a problem. God. She is a real problem. Uh we get to see her come in and basically being like, look, this was planned. This is bullshit. I need answers. And everyone's just very blase about this, but Howard goes, Hey, can we just be honest here the fucking Rasputins are the enemy like, right why the fuck are the Ruskies here <laughs> it's kind of wild what the fuck is Putin in the room yeah. it's kind can of anyone funny. answer that question for me he's like oh, oh I'm the only one who's freaking out about this I'm the only one who's kind of weirded out that they're in the fucking room right now and DaCosta yeah. looks at him and was like oh Obadiah didn't you oh, didn't get you the memo <laughs> we're all on the same team and we get the reveal of the ultimate Illuminati. Can I tell you, I've always, I've always had in the back of my mind this feeling that this is how the real world fucking works. I oh, absolutely. swear to God. I mean, I, this, I is, the, always this is what this stuff the like the fucking uh, Assassin's Creed series was originally built on. Yeah. This idea of shadowy organizations pulling strings, you know, shaping history as an alliance to maintain some form of control yes yeah this is big it's, this is and i hate uh, even fucking using this term this is big red pill energy uh, like, eric it's the century game fuck you're right it's the century ah! it's the fucking century game it's absolutely the century game just with more uh recognizable players let's say yeah um yeah Wait, it's did... fucking wild I didn't get that. I, I thought so the century reason, I was thinking I was thinking of Squid Game. That's honestly what I thought of. I was just, <laughs> picture this, but like if the Squid Game was the entire world. Okay. Yeah. That's, so that's this shadowy organization is shaping world events to basically placate the world and keep a certain form of control that they can have a hand on. They're shaping the course of human history. And as it stands, they go through a cycle. Like there are, and Hulk says, like, there are no enemies in this room. We yeah. play parts. A specific region, a specific, and I hate, I fucking hate that they call it territories, but I also kind of love it. But they're just I like, mean, one sense. territory plays the part of villain for a generation. Then they hand it off to another territory that has been, quote unquote, you know, causing trouble and becoming more belligerent 
then that formerly evil territory spends the next generation being repentant. And the cycle continues on and on. It's fucking wild. That is fucking wild. Yeah. That kind of, I've, you know, I've always had that kind of feeling actually in general with our real world. Yes. Because, it makes like, sense given our sense. world history. Yeah, exactly. That it's all exactly just a fucking that. coin toss. And that's why we keep going back to the same central protagonists and antagonists. Yeah. Yep. Every like time. how we're, like how right now we're almost on the brink of another Cold War right now. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Again. Mm-hmm. Almost 30, 40 years later? Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of fucking weird. And it is Why interesting that once again... having a conflict with Iraq every 20 years? Fucking yeah. weird. Why yeah. were the Germans the bad guys in two world wars? Fucking weird. Like... Yeah. It, it's and it is interesting that the, the Ultimate Comics are once again very relevant to the time that they're coming out. Yes. Yeah. This is fascinating. It's very fascinating. Um... They mentioned that, hey, like, we maintain the illusion of, I, I love this line, around and around it goes, focusing the citizens' eyes on external threats and away from any internal failures of their own territory, maintaining the illusion of peace in an illusory time of war. Jeez. Beautiful. Fucking Fucked poetic. Real, yeah. And the best this thing is, coming- is, Howard Stark is the rest of us, who's just like, yeah, like oh my god. That's the most insidious thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And DaCosta goes, wait till you hear whose turn it is next. <laughs> like, and he's like, what? <laughs> like, why would you even say that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's this fucking rules. wild. I love that this came from like the inner peace Hulk, by the way. This is all coming from yes. right, exactly. pacifist Hulk. The pacifist Hulk here, yeah. And it mentions that the maker established this and they all go along with it because Mm -hmm. it works. Because it works. It's so fucked. This is some robot. Hulk does mention as well. It's kind of yes, robot would absolutely do. I mean, he kind of did do this shit. He did did do this. this. He did do this. At the end, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Immortal Hulk does mention, like, to be fair, not all of us agree that this is the best way to do it. But because it works, we continue to do it. Yeah. A he says, real Illuminati. Yeah. He says, they can't, they being the human race, they can't handle the quiet. They can't let their action be inaction. They can't maintain serenity with all the hysterical babbling that surrounds them. I wish it wasn't true. And then, boom, the fucking doors pop open. He says, but it is and always has been. That's not how he says it, but that's just how I picture with how fucking dramatic this entrance is. And it is! And it always has that stupid voice changer. God damn it. You, do you guys think he was waiting at the door? Yeah, he was yes, like, like listening in with his big ass helmet. Yeah. And You're he's like, standing... ah, perfect time. Boom! <laughs> he was standing you know on the other side of the door and just like his helmet is like scanning and hearing this whole conversation. He's just staring and standing right there like an NPC ready to enter in a <laughs> just standing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like just, just, just and now I enter for the, for the line. But it is. All right, here we go. It, it's it's your first theater show in college where you're just like standing on the wing, just like reciting um, the lines that you're going to say in your head. Yeah. Hark! <laughs> As they enter in, yeah. <laughs> they I don't enter know why I just too, thought of it. Too traumatically, just a little too hard. <laughs> it's a little too real. Yeah, it's, it's a little, a little too, real. too on time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
you know, and I never thought of this before, and maybe it's a bad idea. John Mulaney is the maker. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, it is, but it of is. course. Focusing been. on the shortcomings of mankind's nature makes it easier for those in this room <laughs> to gloss over it. the other major reason we do this. <laughs> the little people hate us. I just wash my hands. That's why they're wet. That's we giants who rule the land. No other reason. One black coffee. One black. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate Give it. Give us some money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give us a gift, but only if it's in the form of money. money. Uh, I don't know. There's got to be someone else better, right? Uh, they fucking look at him as like, look at this man. Look at his feminine hips and his big ass head. And he's like, no, that's what I'm sensitive about. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Fuck, oh. I love it. No, I hate it. He's Miles Teller, but he's dubbed over by John Mulaney. That's can you it. fucking imagine? Yes, I I, in a perfect it. world, played by no. Miles Teller, dubbed no. over by John Mulaney. This is my hell. <laughs> we have perfect. officially reached Malcolm's Ninth Circle. This is, this is my Ninth Circle. This is oh my bad. god. <laughs> This is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. Uh, So so he basically gives the gives the whole speech of like, look, shit is shit is whack, but it's however we make it. And he's like, and now Howard, you're one of us. You're on the team. And Howard's like, okay, look, you have put us on this track to keep people placated what's the real work that we're doing and fucking maker smiles that classic john mulaney smile and he says ah mr stark now we're getting somewhere he hits him with the uh with the i robot the now that detective is the right question and then we fucking expand out into the world fucked Seats of power, lesser territories, shit is whack. And once again, Australia left in the lurch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is no seat of power in Australia. It's all lesser territories. Is there is there anywhere on the map that you guys were happy to see wasn't a seat of power? I mean, maybe not happy, but I expected it. I kind of expected there to be no no seat of power in the Philippines, because why give us nice things? I guess that's fair. <laughs> I, I guess um, that's valid. It was it was nice to see uh, no seats of power in Canada. That's true. Old Jimmy Hudson running around free. That's true. I was happy to see that there was no seats of power in uh, in Senegal, Africa. Uh, that's Ooh. the only bit of Africa is the Egyptian region that has seats of power, which makes sense. Makes given sense. Given the raw and conchu of it all. Absolutely. Um, but I was very happy to see that, you know, the hometown Senegal is uh, well represented in being normal. Uh, and not being fucking gross (laughs) made me very happy that's the thing so you should think the comfort of that that is that's what the philippines is not fucking gross um (laughs) and apparently as someone who currently lives in california i am currently in a seat of power uh but y'all who are in arizona currently are not yeah so eat that fucking megan mccain so (laughs) (laughs) why megan mccain specifically she's the princess of arizona 
I guess. But yeah, I all I also That's love so that from the looks of it, um, there seems to be some kind of seat of power in Scotland. But obviously they're like, fuck everyone. Isn't that interesting? Isn't Who the fuck is that? Oh you know who's there. Oh you my know god. Who's there. She's on her sixth life. Oh my god. You know who's the seat of power in Scotland. It's Catwoman. That's great. <laughs> Yes, Jacob, she's got nine right. laps. Isn't that um, right? Yeah. And we get a breakdown of the world as remade by the maker. And I think this is interesting. It labels it from 1963 to 2023. So he got there in the early 60s. Uh-huh. 63, of course, being the birth of the modern Marvel age. Uh yeah. yeah. Incorrect. That was the birth of the superheroes. Is the birth of superheroes. No, that's the birth of the Fantastic Four. True which is the birth of superheroes well yes but no because <laughs> the fantastic four were built to be monster adventure characters as a backup they could have been either or spider-man 63 63 spider-man 62 dog no way isn't he i think i thought he was 62 i thought he was isn't he? i thought he was 62 I he was, uh, guys he's 64 no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm Amazing Fantasy he, 15. I'm Googling this now. I think he's 63, Amazing though. Amazing Fantasy number was, 15 came was, out. You're fucking right. You're right. I'm wrong. It's 62. August, it's 62. 1st, August 1st, 1962. Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah. 63 is uh, is X-Men. Uh, Very true. Uh, 63 is... Okay, who all fucking... You know what? Actually, you know it started so in 63. But... You know it started in 63. Four. Doctor Who. I was going to yeah, mention that too. Started '63. I was going to yes. mention that. Yeah. Uh, he he just literally Doctor Who did. This is genuinely Jonathan Hickman just writing his Doctor Who fanfic. I think that, you know what? Utilizing the Marvel universe. Honestly, what I was thinking. Too. Accepting it. But yeah, we we get a full breakdown of the different territories in the world. Uh, North American Union, regional subsidiaries, Society of South America, regional clubs, fractional cultures, um, the European Coalition, which is interesting, interesting. Uh, regional governors and fiefdoms, the city, Ladbarian territories, the upper and lower kingdoms, regional dynasties, local temples, the Eurasian Republic, interesting. which is also interesting, regional directors, social schools, uh, the children of eternal light, obviously immortal Hulk stuff, shadows, the shadows of the immortal hand uh now what is that what does that mean because immortal gives hand a whole sounds new, a lot like something and that gives a whole new meaning to the immortal hulk mm. do we think uh, the immortal hulk has that power maybe you think he's punched a dragon i believe he's eaten a dragon's heart did you read timeless? i can see it say again did you read timeless I it's on my stack. I haven't read any of the comics from okay, okay. But I'm really excited. It's it's top of the list. I'm very excited to read it. It was fucking stellar. Hell yeah! It was Um, so good. (laughs) As we're recording this, I haven't read it. By the time you're listening to this, I will have read it. Hell yeah! Um, We have Hinokuni, the land of fire, and the daimyos, and we have very interestingly an undiscovered territory, right at the fucking heart of Africa. What the hell? 
that that's got to be Wakanda. Wakanda, right? Has to be. Yeah, that has to be Wakanda. That's the only thing that makes so sense. Interesting. I was really that hoping it, it would be undiscovered territory. I was really hoping it would be in the Everglades of Florida, where it's just like, oh, it's just the <laughs> nexus of reality. So that's all <laughs> it is. Christ, you know that'd be fucking exactly. sick. Actually, that would be Hell so yeah. sick, um, right? <laughs> I do not need fucking Ron DeSantis in charge of Wakanda. Okay. Oh god. I don't need that shit. Um I was more I, I concerned about love... like getting getting control of like the nexus, oh, the nexus? of realities. That would yeah. be a real problem. That'd be a real um, problem. But I do love that this list was remade. It wasn't discovered, it was remade by the maker, but he mm -hmm. still hasn't been able to touch Wakanda. Yep. That's fascinating to me. Because you know that has got to chap his ass so Oh, bad. 100%. So bad. Or is he he's, afraid to go there? He's like, but because I'm... I like I'm, the idea of... But I'm Black Reed Richards. I'm Black Reed Richards? <laughs> I'm Black Reed Richards. I'm Black Reed Richards. I went there. I said the word one time. And, <laughs> and they kicked all of me a sudden, out. I'm enemy number one. I don't All of a sudden, I'm the bad guy. I don't understand. I told them that I loved watching The Blackening when it came out this year. I told them <laughs> it was wonderful. I don't understand why I'm the bad guy. I told them I had a full video essay ready to go on how the real villains of Get Out aren't who you think they are, but <laughs> for whatever reason, I'm the bad guy. Listen, I love Tyler Perry just as much as the next person. I mean, I think he, I think his Medea movies are just hysterical, but I think, you know, yeah. I, I, but all of a sudden, I'm the bad guy makes no sense. Makes you no know. Sense. BET puts out the best entertainment that any human could possibly. Oh my entertain. God! Have you, you know, have you guys seen shows, Everybody Hates Chris? It's truly everybody. delightful. It's everybody, everybody does hate them. You know, mm -hmm. it's true. Mm -hmm. You know, I you, felt everybody does back. hate them. I mean, him. I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so we cut to now where uh howard and tony are getting on their little private helicopter just parked in the middle of a fucking street Love our that. chopper so in the in middle, the middle of, the of the street, street. and you can tell that there is some tension uh so howard has explained to tony what the fuck is going on and he's like look i don't know what to fucking do about this there's too many variables for a definitive answer on where to go from here. And Tony says, you got to fight him because he's teen Tony. He's like, I, I've been through the crossing. You just got to fight. You just got to do it. Even when the world thinks that you don't belong here. Shut the fuck up. Even when the world thinks you don't belong here and says that you're not a real Tony, I mean, a real Iron Man. You just got to fight and keep fighting. You got to prove it to him, dad. <laughs> I don't know why it sounds like Terrence. Terrence man, Terrence Howard is Team Tony. Next time, baby. You don't understand, Dad. You're Iron Man. You have to do something about this. You got to stop them. You can't let them stop your hustle and flow. I had the best <laughs> Iron Man comics in the '90s. You don't understand, Dad. You don't understand. I did it, Dad. And so. I, I love this here where he's like, look, there's right and there's wrong and this is wrong. And Howard goes, no, it's fucking worse than that because you're mistaking right and wrong for good and evil. And that's a very different conversation. Love that. Mm -hmm. And Tony doubles down. He's like, you need to fight them and you need to win. 
And so they get out of the chopper and Howard's like, I'm going to think about it. I have to process this. If I need you, I will let you know. And he gets into a little Quinjet that takes him to the city. And we cut to the city one day ago. No. <laughs> where Howard is <laughs> going down into the sublevels with the maker and maker goes uh, you've never been inside the city correct and Howard says you know I haven't and maker goes actually I don't know that love that so and good. you see that unlike getting uh, roasted out of Wakanda the fact that he doesn't know things in a world that he created excites him it's enchanting to, it's very 12th doctor it's yeah, very 12th it's, doctor it's very 12th yeah. who's like yeah. fuck i love not knowing things yeah oh yeah, yeah. Uh, i no, have to is... know maker master anyway yeah it's yeah. the perfect crime oh anyway <laughs> anyway Oh my god, wait a second. Doug, he's actually the master. Doug, he's oh, Ruby man. Sunday. The maker is Ruby Sunday. Ruby and Reed both start with an R. Doug. Doug. My favorite new bit is that the maker is literally in everybody. Everyone is the maker. I think everyone is the master. Everyone is the master. I think that's so funny. That's such a Everyone is Xehanort and everyone is the master. Everyone is fucking the master, and every woman is the Ronnie. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just well, gonna say the, Ronnie, Ruby, they're, sound they're very the similar. Same. They're all Stop the same. It. Say it's the same. The Ronnie is Ruby's mom. <laughs> yes, no, the exactly. Ronnie is Ruby, and Ruby just and doesn't know. It's Stop Ruby with the chameleon yeah. circuit. It's, it's Ruby with a little stopwatch. If she pulls out a pocket watch, I swear to God, gang. Oh no! Oh, God. Stop oh God, you're right. The, the the watch that she has could totally be like the little the personality. Oh my thing God, she does like, have a watch. That's true. Yeah, oh my God, it's just. She's Reed Richards. She's, She's the maker. She forgot. She just forgot. Are you guys hip to the Mrs. Flood thing? I I don't know what people are saying about mrs flood i know i have questions yeah i, uh, I, I what I, else is or who else is you know kind of kind of water-based here you know i mean the waters of Mars. water-based name <laughs> river song no i don't like that idea we no. we, we closed we closed that. Fucking, the door. that's kind of fucking fun but no. we closed really that. Old. Yeah, same. I agree kind of that. No, we we closed yeah. that loop with yeah. with Husbands of River Song. River Song I don't need yeah. any more River stories. Same. I don't. Yeah, that was just a perfect pitch ending. But I miss I her. do. I, understand. I do love the idea. But uh, I don't want her to come back as some half-assed yeah. idea. Yeah. It's like we closed the loop. Well, we I have a conclusion. Let them of... go off and be happily ever after for fifty-five years. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. I, I really do hope it's like, like somebody like the meddling monk, or like somebody really monk, or like the Ronnie and all that. It's like real, real deep cuts. That's the thing. We're getting into deep cuts now. Like, yeah, toy maker, uh, you know, popping up and everything. You're just like, oh shit. You know that that leads us to deep cut shit. So head cannon, by the way, head cannon. Uh, the toy maker. Uh. He he. The reason why he's like changed and everything, he got through tossed in a wormhole, and he ended up being this kindly old uh, 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 butler to a specific uh, run of like Stop. Batman movies, and that's Stop. why he's just been like kind of like been jolly, but at the same time not really Stop. like remembering. You're like 
fucked for that. Because <laughs> it's the same guy. For that. So Michael, what's his face? It's like, yeah. It's Yo, you fun. know what? The Michael Caine is the master would go so fucking hard. Yeah, buddy. Can you imagine if that was his last role? If that was Michael Caine's last role was the master? Fuck. As the master? <gasps> oh, my shooting? God. That'd be sick. That'd be sick, actually. I kind of... And this is weird this and well, makes, just makes no you. fucking sense. I would kind of honestly love like a really old, like a Silver Fox doctor for Shooty. Like, give me an Ian McKellen doctor mm-hmm. or an Ian McKellen master, master for Shooty Gatwa's doctor. Um, you know what? Let's double down on the sexy. Daniel Craig is the master. Oh, <laughs> Daniel Craig is the master. But he exclusively uses his knives out. <laughs> no, I mean we're first. In, I mean they could pull a they could pull a, a Sasha Dewan master on us, like be someone you know in disguise, and then drop that. Except make it make last him... more than one episode. Except make so it, it yeah, make it last a fucking season. Uh, I really want them to. I same keep it, but instead of the master Ronnie, I just think it's really Daniel funny. Craig is the Ronnie. <laughs> yes, yeah, I fucking love that. Fuck. Give it to yeah. me. Give Let's it to do me. Like I, I'm here for that. We but he dresses did. the same. Yes, exactly. Just exactly. The same. I'm so the power suit and everything yes. and everything from with the, the heels. The heels and everything. Yes. I need Fuck it. Yes, give me. Oh my I want god. The, I need. I need the eye makeup too, where it's yep. like kind of yeah, the shadowing and the yeah, mascara. Right, yeah. Absolutely, hundred percent. I want it. it. I want also, it. as a side note, that's sort of related, but kind of not. I'm so fucking excited to see Jinx Monsoon in Doctor Who. I have no context for Jinx Monsoon. Other than Drag Race, yeah, yeah, Drag okay, Race. Okay, yeah, I have no context. You are gonna fucking oh, love so, her in the show. Very excited. I'm very excited. super fucking stoked. I have not been. I'm gonna be real honest. I've not been this happy and excited about Doctor Who in like a good long while. Like this, this, this it's been absolutely it's a different mad. kind of excitement now. Yeah, in, it is for different. sure. It's because so it's different. all new to us. Yeah, yes. there's so exactly. many possibilities now. Yeah, they got Disney money. They got. Young hot shooty gatwa. Yeah. The I don't think yeah. Doctor Who has ever you. been so gay, and I'm really excited about that. Honestly, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Seriously. It's just the it's musical beautiful. number. The musical number was just like, oh, this is <laughs> oh my god, Disney. When they so started singing a, their own when bit, they, I was yeah, like, they, when they, they they officially gone into like, Disney oh, territory. Yeah. We are this ready and I'm here for it. This is the Disney. He's like, we're in Disney time. We're in Disney time now. Yeah, that's exactly right. Great. Fucking great. So this means all the reason to go to Disneyland cosplaying as the doctors now. Because that's it. It's that's uh, what it is. That's, that's you think what we, we have could to see do the now. doctors at Disney? Yes. One hundred percent. One yeah, oh, absolutely. 100%. Walking and interacting with the that's, Star Wars people. Oh, I hate my I hate God. the idea of it. I mean, they've needed to revamp Tomorrowland for a while. Mm-hmm. Turn Space Mountain into a time vortex a unit. Oh. Turn it. <laughs> but seriously, like take take Tomorrowland, infuse that with Doctor Who. Yeah, that'd be tight. I'd you be can dip into Cyberland. all different times. You can have just people in from all different kinds of like. Uh, time periods just walking around. Wow. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. Like yeah. you could, I mean, that would be really cool. You could have like fucking Nikola Tesla, and, and you could that. have and Cleopatra, da Vinci and Cleopatra. Yeah. And you could have like all these like historical historical figures, figures. and yeah. you could have multiple people running around as different versions of the Doctor, just uh-huh. running around. Okay, but if that happens, if that happens, Jacob, 
that means you're gonna have to go work at Disneyland. I know. You have to be a doctor. <laughs> you yeah, have to I be know. twelve. It's right? either that. It's either like, that, or I want to be a Dalek. That's really the real thing that I want. Oh, be. can you, can you imagine? imagine walking around fucking Disneyland and then all that, of a sudden there's you're a fucking sitting down and eating a little sandwich and it's like, yeah. what do you have there? <laughs> Exterminate. Exterminate. You, you did not put the receptacle in the right receptacle. You must be eliminated. Exterminate. Yeah, just that like, would be so tight. Shit so would funny. be wild. Actually, it's really Disney. Give uh, us money. We'll plan this world out. We'll uh, this place. I know it's got Take a lot of history. This is the perfect way to scrap and revamp Star Tours. Oh yeah. my God! It's just journeys through the TARDIS. Oh, oh my God! And in, instead oh, of goodness. like the little robot, it's a different doctor every it's time. It's a different doctor, and then oh inside, or you bring in K nine oh to do it. I mean, like there you go. I was, the possibilities I was saying, are endless. Yeah. yeah, the possibilities yeah. are uh, endless. Canine could be the robot that's like Canine that could be the robot that's piloting it, and instead, yeah. you know, all the people that like you or all the robots or whatever that you see as you're walking to get... through to get into Star Tours, you just see it's the inside of the TARDIS, and yeah. a different doctor is like running through the each story, hallway. The story is you, Canine, you the companion, and uh, and and Canine trying to get the TARDIS back to the Doctor stuck in whatever time period he's in. Yeah. But you, but but you keep winding up in different places. You exactly. wind up in Gallifrey. You right. wind up on the all of, like the different yeah. uh, alien planets. You pop into a different. You know, world. you're in the middle of World War Two. Like yeah, all kinds of different things. Daleks, Cybermen, the Suntarans, all that other shit. Yep. It's like it's dude, always... a little fucking Suntaran running yeah. around at yeah. Disneyland, yeah, awesome. shouting at people. Yeah. Excuse me, Suntaran. Give to the glory of the Suntaran Empire. Ever had. This might be the best idea we've ever had. Fucking love this. I I've always wanted a Doctor Who like amusement park kind of world. But that also means that we wouldn't be able to dress up as the Doctors going there. So we have to do that before that happens. Sure, we could because we could be a different Doctor. Like that's the thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, different Doctors. No, but but you know that they they have a strict thing about cosplay unless it's like a specific like unless it's like the the Oogie Boogie Bash. So we'd have to do that before they instituted that. But that's true. Just gives us a reason to do it. I think it'd be really fucking funny. So sick. That'd be so fucking cool, man. So anyway, back to Ultimate Invasion, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. where are we? Reed <laughs> and Howard are going through the uh, sublevels of the city. Howard. And the maker says, all right, you are going to build me the Immortus engine. And Howard's like, you already have the Immortus engine. He's like, no, 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 no I get that. But you have to build one. Yeah, and no, so that I can have one. So that I can have one so that it makes its way to me. Yeah. See, I got these schematics. It's in the shape of a treadmill. And I was wondering if we could just <laughs> make it like kind of like a... <laughs> Does it come in cosmic? <laughs> <laughs> and so Maker brings Howard and he's like, and here is your lab assistant, Reed Richards. Here's my bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's my bitch. And you turn the page. And, and he's like, it's true. 6160 Reed turns his face. 
He's wearing a fucking Doctor Doom mask. Not just any Doctor Doom mask. The fucking 2000s movie Fantastic Four Doctor Doom mask. Yeah. With the fucking, like, with with that mouth. With the big ass nose, mouth. the mouth, and the vents on the side. Yeah, it is like, very distinct. Dude, that's and I'm so fascinated awesome. by that choice. It makes me so that happy. is so awesome. That is the best choice ever. Like Maker so... clearly watched those movies and was like, you know, it'd be the funniest fucking thing. But just the first one, because he has a different just... mask in the second one. He yes. does, and it's it like yeah, slightly yeah. tweaked. Whoa, did you fucking say it sucks? incredible! What? The I mean, second one, Doom rules. Doom yes. is so good in Rise of But Doom now Reed really Richards good. is the Doctor Doom of the, which begs the question: What happened to Victor Von Doom in sixty-one sixty? That is the question. That's what I want to know. We get a quick epilogue, all tomorrow's armies, where we go to the far future, where we find ourselves in this gigantic <laughs> state space station, and the future avengers are like what this kryptonian space station this kryptonian <laughs> spaceship they say we are like here on krypton and we need yeah. to save I, krypton. Mm, krypton god damn it i hate him mm. so much saying that <laughs> i hate that so much it's yes, the one part of the movie krypton. and it drives me crazy yes my son you've come to the planet krypton <laughs> it's richard jenner we're like cut cut god damn it <laughs> And we see that the the army that was sent is not even a fraction of the amount of soldiers that they have at their disposal. And they are ready to fucking go. But their master says, do you see how he hides in this game we play? I, ageless and immortal in real time, my adversary, a creature of a temporary vault, a time thief, if there ever was one. And what do we say of all pretenders? They chant, their time will come. Fuck. I love this shit. They say, we're ready to go. You got an infinite army. And he says, this pleases me. It makes me eager. I've heard your cries. I've heard you ask me. Kang, is it time? (gasps) We turn the page and we see in all of his glory... 6160 Kang saying, and so I tell you truly, the time is now. That's so cool. The hardest fucking Kang design. Hardest Kang. Kang in a fucking Iron Man suit? Holy fuck. This design drives so hard. I need this fucking action figure so bad. Oh my god. Like, is this the. So, so does does this confirm the whole like uh um uh, what is it Young Avengers with like the the young Tony Stark guy that is wait like, we'll get to that so wait, here's wait, the wait, thing wait, so wait, here's we'll the thing <laughs> here's the thing that's that's what I in six one six it was established that there is a character named Iron named uh who who is a Young Avenger yeah and he takes on a very Iron Man like uh Iron Man like persona and yep. later on it is. His name is, I believe it's Nathaniel Richards. Yeah. Yes. Who, I, I, later I, I on, think he officially is Nathaniel. He, is, yeah. he officially becomes, he's from the future, and he officially becomes Kang later on in yes. life. Yeah. I love this shit. Yeah. I yeah. love squaring 
I, I love completing that circuit. Yes. And I think it's so cool. And it's such a fucking good design. Can you, do you guys realize how long the maker has been around and we don't have an action figure of the maker? That's what I keep looking at my, at my fucking uh, Charles Xavier yeah. on the wall from the Krakoa era thinking like, Jesus, they waited fucking a year and a half. All they'd have to do is a head. Yeah. All they'd have to all do is a head. All they'd have to do is just do a different head, different head and then it, put yeah. the circles on his chest. That's Why all. don't we have a maker figure? It's insane. We need so an ultimate. With the new need... ultimate universe stuff, yeah. we'll have an ultimate wave. I'm I hope they have an ultimate wave, because good golly fuck, we need it. Like, I want, I want the maker. I want fucking Kang. <laughs> give us both, and, both and this Kang design. and the ultimate Iron Man. Yeah, give me ultimate, also ultimate Iron Man. Give me ultimate and give Wasp. Me the design that shows up at the end of this as well. Because we're going to get to it. To Kang, yeah. We're going to get to it. So here's your here's your ASMR for the week of me opening my copy of issue four. Fucking stop! Oh my god! Chapter four: Ultimate Invasion. Written written by Jonathan Hickman, obviously. Uh, art by Brian Hitch. We have I didn't say this at the top, so I gotta say this now. Uh, inks by Andrew Curry, no relation to Arthur. Colors by Alex Sinclair, and letters by Joe Caramagna. We open in a cold open with Reed Richards and Howard Stark working on the Immortus engine, and Reed Richards saying, "I know secrets." I love this so much. I love that he like just comes up to him and is like, "I know secrets." It's like you're at the fucking water cooler and the weird guy in the office who has never said a single sentence to you comes up to you without provocation just goes, I know secrets. And you're like, fuck, what? Holy shit, Doug. I, I, where, real... How long have you been there? I've been here. <laughs> it has real Ken Jong in uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon energy. <laughs> oh my where, god. Like, he's, where, like he works at like John Malkovich's office with Shia LaBeouf. And like we'll just roll up to him and just does like all the really weird shit because he needs to talk to Sam. <laughs> like, it just feels a lot like that. It's so it's funny. also a little uh little Dwight Schrute energy as well. It is a little Dwight Schrute, yeah. <laughs> There's another fan cast for the maker. <laughs> I mean, he's already a great Lex Luthor. So. God, he's such a fucking great Lex Luthor. He's a great Lex Luthor. Like, like he, he's really good at it. Go, he makes listeners. Sense. Go watch the Death and Return of Superman animated films. Reign of Superman is not as good as Death of Superman, but you get more of Rain Wilson's uh, yeah. Lex Luthor, and it is astounding how good yeah, of a voice he has for it's that. It's a good performance. He's very good. He's one of the best performances in that. Uh, so that we see- somebody I would not expect to be a really good Lex Luthor. <laughs> no, it totally makes sense. He's very well, smarmy. He has yeah. this smarmy, like, smarm. I'm well, smarter I mean, than you. I mean, just, I'm just look-wise, basically. Yeah, that's fair. So, so that's like, who, that's very, who. So it'd be really cool. But we see that would be an interesting Lex Luthor, who's not like conventionally attractive, like Lex, you know, right? usually is. Yes, it's, it's almost actually... very Gene Hackman in that way. Yeah, yeah um, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we we see that they have been working on this Mortis engine for a while. Because Howard has a beard now. 
Howard's got a big old, he's got a big old bushy beard. <laughs> big bushy beard. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would fucking get that reference immediately. The best line reading in Hot Fuzz. A great big bushy beard. <laughs> Um, that is the second Hot Fuzz reference, listeners, that I've had in the last past two days now. And oh, yeah. It's really kind of freaking me out right now. Was the That's other one funny. Super Cop Meet the Cop That Just Don't Stop? Because uh, <laughs> I say that no, shit all the time. <laughs> but we see uh, Reed is still like poking and prodding. He's like, I know something. I know you want to know it. Just fucking tell me you want to know it so I can tell you it. And Howard's like, fuck, okay, tell me your weird fucking secret. Tell me your weird hot goss. And Reed's just like, not here. And he's like, you motherfucker, just tell me the fucking gossip. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Fuck off. I, we're going to finish this. And then you can tell me whatever the fuck you want. But Reed does mention, he's like, look, I know how he made this world. I know where he's from. And now I have someone to share that information with. And Howard's just like, cool, fucking whatever, dude. Let's just finish building this. Bro, he's then, so fucking weird. He's so fucking <laughs> he's weird. So fucking, but you have to imagine, like, how long has he been captured here? We have no yeah. idea. Legitimately. We have no idea. I mean, here here's the thing. Reed Richards, especially, uh, especially to a degree, Ultimate Reed Richards, is always somewhere on the spectrum. Yes. Uh... Yeah. But at least has other people to associate with, which is a very healthy thing for yes. him. Uh, a Reed who's been completely isolated, even down to his face being entirely isolated away from everybody. Uh, that probably doesn't even remember what he looks pretty, like. Yeah, that's got to be pretty damaging. Like, yeah, it makes sense that he's sure. a fucking weirdo. Yeah, but like this is wonderful. It's but he so is, interesting. He is ultimate weirdo here. <laughs> and I love that he's wearing like a prototype version of the Fantastic Four suit. Yes. Like yeah. that just doesn't have the when four, you strip but it, everything away from him, yeah, and leave it's only wonderful. his mind, like yeah, 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 incredible. Uh, we get the full page splash saying, "And now there are two Amortis engines." Ugh, love it. Which seems like a bigger deal than I feel like it ends up being. Yeah. Like we have, it's kind we of have a big deal. It's a big deal. Do they take advantage of the fact that there are two? I mean, not really. We're gonna get into it. Yeah. Um, Not yet. But there are there are now two Tardises available mm -hmm. to the Ultimate Universe. That's true. He got a prize. He did. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Funk. Great fucking pull. Yeah. A, a like great moment. A really goofy, stupid moment. <laughs> a goofy, really stupid great. moment. But I miss Doctor Who being goofy and stupid. Like, oh my thing. god! Yes. We're just not, not used to it being goofy and stupid anymore. Yeah. That's and that's the thing. exactly the vibe of Shooty Gats was Doctor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's goofy, stupid, stupid and, and whimsical, and I fucking love it. He's a doctor miss... who says babes. I love it. <laughs> doctor says babes. <laughs> he says He's a doctor honey, that goes like, clubbing. Oh my god! I love yeah. it. He goes clubbing. Doctor Who. Incredible. No, no, no trauma. So good. the doctor of the moment, truly. The doctor but, of the but moment. Clearly, still some trauma there. No, yeah, definitely like some that. trauma. Yeah, but, but gotta keep it. Gotta keep it. It's all about the doctor being adopted. And boy, yeah. if there's anything that can make me love Doctor Who anymore, it's that. Anyway, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, man. This is the year of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's so. Me. 
I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. <laughs> and so we see that again, time has passed and we don't know how much time has passed, but again, with it being good. inside the city, time works differently there. Uh, being at the heart of the TARDIS, I mean, time works wibbly wobbly. <laughs> I love the story that Reed tells it. That it's fucking heartbreaking. Reed tells him about like, oh, I noticed this mark on the wall that keep mo- that kept moving. So I was Is using this that light? to chart time. Is this light that like would keep moving? And so I used that to chart time and figure out how you know like time was moving and time was passing. And then as soon as I figured it out, the maker fucking shifted the thing because he was just projecting light into the room. To, to fuck fucking with toy with him. To yeah. fuck with him. So awesome. I'm so awesome. <laughs> and I'm... that is why the maker is number three on the most on the biggest hater list. Yes. One hundred percent. I'm so it also it also again like it feeds into that initial interaction between 1610 read and 616 read that if given the chance he would erase him from existence yeah and he has wrought that on 6160 read he has erased Mm -hmm. him even taken away his face and his identity that you're you know what you're right that's why he's like i'll keep that in mind he's punishing him for he wants to go do it yeah because he knows that any read is a problem for him that's a really good call. That's exactly what it is. And if and when 6160 Reed gets knowledge of the reason behind 1610 Reed doing this. Oh, it's going to be World War Hulk levels of problem, bro. Yes. Yeah. Because Hell he's yeah. going to come after 616 Reed with the quickness. How sick would it be if this doom, for all intents and purposes, uh, fucking showed up in the 616 universe and fucking went like, I'm taking the Illuminati down. They, they are the, the cause of this. They could have stopped him. I'm they could have stopped him and down. they didn't. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, How buddy. fucking tight would that Ooh, be? Buddy. And, yeah. there's, and they, there's no way to stop him because the other three of the Fantastic Four are dead. Exactly. Oh, he's, yeah. he's completely unfettered. Like, he's... And so, and so, and so, and so, and so, we have to send Valeria Richards into the 6160 to find the 6160 Victor Von Doom. Oh! And that provides the first crossover for the 616 and the 6160. I'm here for it. That shit would be incredible. Yes. Oh my god. And then... And then Doom becomes like the Reed Richards of this universe. He's the smartest man. He's the good guy. And he's the and that, because he's been wronged. And that leads into from, oh. the launch of Ultimate Fantastic Four. Oh, with oh. Doom in control? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, baby. Shit Let's would go. slap. Let's go. That's it. Uh, That's it. TM Geekswim Podcast. TM, 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 TM. TM. John, do you know where to find us? Tim, Johnny. Tim, 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 Tim. Let's get dinner. Let's talk. You know where to find us. Let's talk, babes. Um, <laughs> and I love this where, you know, Reed is basically like, he's, this mask is who, he says, it's who I really am. And Howard's like, I can help you get out of here. 
And it's tragic, too, because Reed says, like, he tortures me, he hates me, I do not know why. And it's tragic because, again, with how long he's been there, he probably doesn't even recognize that they're wearing the same face. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. No, he, he has doesn't, no idea. He's worn the mask for so long, he doesn't know what he looks like anymore. Uh, she's like, what? he touches my hair. He keeps touching my hair. <laughs> and he says, Howard, don't you understand? You cannot run from who you are. Ultimate Invasion. Reed Richards. Howard Stark. Reed Richards. Pony Stark. Ultimate Invasion. Chapter 4. Yesterday, Today, Tomorrow, written by Jonathan Hickman. We come to the city, one week later. As Howard Stark suits back up. <laughs> Malcolm's having heart palpitations. Uh, where, where Howard Stark is suiting up in his Iron Man armor. In peak. Yeah. Peak Iron Man armor. He's and Reed has donned a Doctor Doom suit. Uh, can I like, say? Like, you want to talk maybe about Maybe my favorite Doctor Doom suit. I love oh. the blue. Doom okay. I know, blue is I know green good. is classic, but Doom and blue, man. Guys, Got this it. week, these are the two fashion icons of the week right here. Fashion oh, icon oh, yeah. of the week, 100%. It's the you two were, of them. You were talking about action figures. This is what I want for an action yeah. figure. Oh I my god. This. That also, blue doom is oh so Can god. we just talk about the fucking banger Doctor Who episode title, Doom in Blue? Oh, doom good. In blue. Good Doctor Who title. Title, Fuck. yeah. Oh, doom shit. Because that has so many connotations. Yes, it oh, does. Oh, shit. Yes, it does. Fuck. Oh my god. That's Call Russell. Great. Call Russell right now. Yeah. Uh, Russ. Russ, we gotta, get him on the line. He, he listens to us. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna put him on a conference call with us and Johnny Hicks. Oh, and we're all just right, gonna, we're all just gonna See? chop it up. Can you imagine See? a Jonathan Told Hickman you. written episode? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Hickman is the only American who should write an episode of Doctor Who. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I, I think no, you know so what? Honestly, no. Jordan uh, no, Peele should also. Oh shit! Jordan Peele. Okay. 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 The trio. That's the three. That's the three right there. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Of, <laughs> of the of the Americans who can write Doctor, Doctor Who, who. Write Doctor Jordan Peele would write the most psychologically damaging Doctor Who episode Jesus. since so Sleep No More. Yeah, Jesus. Since That's Sleep No great. More, Jesus. I still get nightmares about that shit sometimes. I totally understand that. Sleep No More. I totally fucks. get that too. I totally get that too. Um, oh, fuck that. We see Doom come around the corner. We're just gonna call him Doom because he's Doom. He hands, yeah. he hands Howard the Immortus engine that they've just the lunch box, the lunch box, <laughs> mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. money in the bank briefcase. Uh, <laughs> he, yes. he hands him the lunch box and Howard brings it to Maker. And at the time that he's doing this, Doom is on his own mission. And he's got a letter, which I find really interesting, addressed to Tony. 
more on that in a second. Uh, his armor then <laughs> chameleon circuits into a sentry drone. <laughs> and he makes his way down the hallway towards something. Uh, Howard is showing Maker the uh, mortis engine that they've built. And Maker's like, you've built it. The machine that will enable me to do all the things I've already done. A way to make this world into the wonder that it is now. And I fucking love time travel. I fucking yeah. love time travel. Yep. Same. This yeah. is good time yeah. travel shit. I love good... this exact okay. plot with time travel. Yes. Yeah. So much. Yes. I have made the world a certain way, and now you have provided me the tool to do so. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's interesting, too, because you got to think, just as an aside, there was a, potentially, if, if we don't go off the experiment number theory, which I am coining here, um, Valid. if we're going off of it being an original world, of, 60, of 6160 being an actual world, it was something else before the Maker got there. Mm-hmm. Which means, what was it before this? What was it? Which I find fascinating. So there's two schools yeah. of thought there. It was a there, there, there's, like there's there's the the science theory and then there's the i guess creation theory <laughs> <laughs> i have created the two ultimate universe genders you're right there you go creation theory and science theory that's it all right yeah. there you go I've created Marvel Scientology. Oh no! Oh, there it Ooh. is! Oh, oh no! There. It's real. Is this how we get Tom Cruise on the podcast? <gasps> Tommy, Tom, get yeah. on in here. Yeah. Let's talk oh. about jumping off big shit. I'm sure he's yeah. running here right now. Yeah. He probably is. <laughs> the way uh, he runs, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. The greatest run I've ever seen since Michael Sarah in Scott Pilgrim. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, please, Tommy. I would right love in. to see a race. Call in. We'll put. We'll invite you to the show. Oh, Tommy, come on over, Tommy. Oh, Tommy, will smoke him. Come on over. <laughs> come on over, Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. So we see that uh, Howard is having, you know, this ex- existential moment where we we find him caught in the middle between a war of two monsters, whatever is fucking waiting for them in the future. We know as readers to be Kang and Howard stuck in the middle between a war of Kang and the maker stuck in the middle with you. (laughs) Howard says he's a monster. You're a monster. I'm so tired of choosing between which monsters are more acceptable. At that moment, Doom places a little device and activates it on the central terminal, which interrupts the city mainframe, drops the temporal shield, and allows Kang and his army to fucking invade. Sick. This double-page spread is incredible. And it's interesting, too, and something that I didn't notice upon initial reading of this, when the first um, the first invasion happens, the first big battle, we see the major players of the Ultimates involved. Mm-hmm. Hulk mm-hmm. is on the ground, obviously. We've got uh, Cap, Thor, Giant Man, and Wasp, but there's no Iron Man. Yeah. And now seeing him emblazoned here as Kang, it looks like an Ultimates cover. Yeah. 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 It yeah. Does. It's kind of fucking wild. 
with this insanely perverse Ultimates cover. Like, that's the yes. thing. Yes. 100%. Uh, Doom deactivates the the device, reactivating the dome in the city. So now, not only has this invasion happened, now they're all locked in. And there's nowhere for Maker to run. And it's fucking all-out war. This is blockbuster. This is widescreen. This is a gigantic fucking battle. I love that the maker has his fucking gang roll up. The children of the children of tomorrow again. Of tomorrow, love that. But that they're like in the fucking Matrix resolutions, like yes. <laughs> armors with the knuckle up. So fucking good. I love that the tattoos. By the way, the tattoos that they have on their heads, it's all clean for the listeners. It's like clean shaven heads, and then they have like jagged, like uh, 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 black, like uh, lightning on there. Yeah. So they all look like Electro. They all look like Ultimate Electro. Yeah. <laughs> they do kind of have the Electro look. They're it's all like, Electro. They're all they're just all clones electro. of Max Dillon. We I wouldn't even be surprised if that now. was it. Going, we're like... the fucking city of tomorrow. Let's <laughs> fucking get them. <laughs> <laughs> Dropkicks Murphy's starts playing in the back. For the garden! Moving off to Boston. Oh fuck, I love it so much. Find my wooden leg. Fuck, it's so good. I love it. How oh it is God. like, dude, you need to stand down. Like, you need to fucking stop. And Maker's like, dude, fuck. No. Like, you think that all of this just happened automatically? I made this shit. I made this happen. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it happen. I made it happen. I made it happen. Don't tell me it didn't happen. And so he's like, you get the fuck out of here like these people are here to erase all my mighty works including you and howard realizes now he is culpable he built the the immortus engine and so these people are here to erase him just as much as they are the maker and so he suits up in his iron man suit and he goes to war isn't it interesting an iron man story where iron man realizes that the weapons that he made or the technology that he made is used by the bad guy and then he has to do he's the only one who could really do something about it hmm. almost like the origin of iron man isn't that interesting isn't, isn't that interesting isn't that I, interesting I, I don't see it i don't see it really. <laughs> hmm. um maker goes full-on like blasting people i didn't know his mask could do this but apparently it can now oh yeah uh, he shoots beams I mean, that fucking nozzle camera has to do something. So. Yeah, I guess that's true. Now it's just a it gigantic is. laser this whole time. Shoot on beam! Fucking old flash! Yeah. <laughs> Special beam cannon! Special beam cannon! Uh, he starts wiping out future Avengers, and he's like, Bring me Kang! <laughs> and then him and Kang see each other. Suddenly... And they run at each other in the middle of this battlefield, and we get this incredible double page spread. Ugh, oh, Maker so versus good. Kang. Gorgeous. Oh, so good. Fuck, I mean, this is the good. shit that Hitch it, it just excels at. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He's unlike anyone else doing his big blockbuster shit. But we like, haven't, at least I haven't, like, vibe with his stuff like haven't this Haven't had him doing like this level. Yeah. That's the thing. It's It's been since his Ultimate stuff. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. as... Like I think his DC stuff works okay, but like it, yeah, it just wasn't this, you know. His stuff on Hawkman is great. He is a Marvel artist, but yeah, it it especially Ultimate Marvel, especially Ultimate Marvel. There's something about it that just it just sings. Right. And so the battle continues. All out war is tearing the city apart. Um, We see Howard disabled for the moment, and we get the backstory. Because Kang goes, it's clobbering time! And whacks the shit out of Reed Richards. And the Maker remembers. Finally. Yeah, we see that his head's been reforming. He says, he's got a lot more head than he had before. I remember yeah. you. I've, I've, I've been there before. And we cut to the far future. Then. But not the then of two months ago, not the then of six weeks ago, not the I'm then of two weeks right later, not the then right of a month later, not I'm the then right. of two days later, not the then of the attack, not the then of Reed Richards leaving to enter his new the universe, not the then of how much time he spent in the city, the not the then lock. of weeks ago, not the then of one week ago, not the then of two days ago, not the then oh, of God. even not the then of right now. It's the then of the far future. <laughs> At the end of time. I mean, he's doing this shit on purpose. He is! He knows! He's, he's ready purpose. for this bit! Yeah, he, yeah. Hickman is doing this shit on purpose. You're in Kang's Citadel. And we see him. Just waiting. And we hear a voice go, I had to know. He fucking appears using the Vortex Manipulator. And he says, <laughs> I have built my kingdom. I have remade my world. And I had to know if it would endure. This is as far as I could come, where the future ends. Where am I? When am I? Kang replies, you are here now, as you were always going to be. You are the maker, and I've been waiting for you. And Maker says, for revenge, for reverence, who am I to you? And Kang says, you are my Maker, and what you wit now witness is my origin. As he fucking blasts Maker. So sick, dude. Blasts off so half his head sick. and kicks yeah. off the whole story. So sick. So sick. This is fucking crazy. Um, we see in the present day, Maker says, I remember, I know who you are. And then Howard shows up. He says, so do I. And we turn. Oh. He has attached the Immortus engine and is using it to power his Iron Man armor like an arc reactor. The art here is amazing. It's fucking incredible. This, it looks like he has like energy wings, wings coming off of him. Yeah. If you look at the chest panel on his armor, it's fucking corrupting. It it's is cracking. Like cracking. It's yes. so the strain of the power sick. can't hold it. It's so sick. Oh man. This is why I need two Ultimate Iron Man figures so I can customize one and get one like this. Yes. This is why I said earlier I'd buy two. Kang says, like or I mean, Howard activates it. The Immortus engine says, Immortus engine damper off, critical breach imminent. 
And Kang says he's solving two problems at once. Just look at him. Look at how righteous he is. It's like looking through the fog at some hazy remembrance of what was. And Howard says, no. It's like looking in a mirror and hating what you see. And the fucking Immortus engine explodes. A gigantic pulse of energy that wipes out every combatant in the city. Meanwhile, at the Maker's Castle in Latveria, outside of the city, Doom accesses the Immortus engine that was. He says, why do I hesitate? Is it because I have to consider this might be another prison for me? One where the walls are made of obligation and not punishment? And all-consuming in a way that my previous cell could, never could be? Something broken. For someone broken. Who can say? The choice I leave to better angels. And he absconds with the Immortus engine. Back inside the city, completely wiped out. Iron Man armor opens and Howard climbs out of it. And throughout this whole thing, there's been a countdown going. And as Howard makes his way across the battlefield to Kang, he pops off the faceplate of Kang's armor and he is distraught at what he sees. As the countdown reaches one, and Doom, on the outside, locks down the city. One week later, the Illuminati is summoned again outside in the, cat, in the Maker's Castle in Lavaria. And everyone's like, we have no fucking idea what's going to happen. We have no fucking clue. Um, we don't know how long that he's going to spend in there, but we know that his story is not, not over. Well, will they, will they say that they don't know how long it'll be for him? Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 They don't know how but long he's going to be in there. It seems to be two years that yes. the thing is shut down for two years, which gives us a ticking clock. Which Hickman fucking loves. Which Hickman loves. He loves a planned getaway. And so the Illuminati says we have two years to hold everything together or two years to tear everything apart. And they recognize also that, hey, Howard was locked in there as well. America doesn't have a leader now. Stain's gone. Stark's gone. One of our seven sovereign bodies has no head. Initially, they think about, well, maybe we can appoint someone new. But then, of course, fucking Gremlin Ilyana goes, or we could divide it between us. And they recognize, oh, that would mean that they would have to come to a consensus and someone would have to make the call. And we would all have to stick to it. And the Immortal Hulk puts it up to a vote. We don't see the result of that vote, but I'm excited to see wherever we go from there. But over in Stark Tower, Tony is encountered by Doom, who has given him the Immortus engine. 
And he says, you know, the world was ending, the future colliding with the now, temporal kings were being overthrown, and multiversal evils were being undone. But bringing these things to you was my most important task. And apparently, last year, or last year, last week, when Doom left, obviously the Immortus engine was not working correctly, but he and Tony have spent the last week fixing it. So now they have a portable Immortus engine acting as an arc reactor. Tony asks if Howard is dead. Doom has no idea. But he knows that there are things that need to be done. And we see that the letter that we're assuming Howard wrote to Tony is open. Tony has read it. And Tony decides, I need a suit. And we get a little building montage as he builds this suit. He finishes it. Pulls it on. And Doom asks him, what are you going to call yourself? Iron Man after your father? Tony puts the helmet on and he says, no, he's Iron Man. For now, I'll just be Iron Lad. At least until I've earned a better name. And we see a reskin of the Kang armor that would come in the red and silver, silver centurion, but also... The red and silver yeah. of the 616 Iron Lad. Yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah, baby. And this is what Jacob was alluding to earlier. Okay. Tony Stark, Teen Tony, is now Iron Lad, Iron destined to become Lad. Kang. And destined we know now why Howard was horrified when he removed the faceplate. Because Howard thought it was him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in fact, it was his son. The sins of the father. I fucking love this. Fucked up. So good. We then get an epilogue, win. And we get the letter that Howard wrote to Tony. My dearest Anthony, I'm so tired of this world. I'm so tired of the people in it. Interesting wording there. Interesting yeah. little uh, Dr. Manhattan reference. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of what they accept and of what they have become. But I know the fault was mine, maybe more than most because of my gifts and the means that came with them. I was so wrapped up in the good things I was doing, the work and the bounty that work provided us, that I didn't care enough to notice that what was really going on in the world I was shaping. I know, I know now that it is a false, fallen world that we paint as good enough, but under its skin we all know it is rotten to the core. And on reflection, almost all of the things I have made do nothing but support the systems that reduce men and women to pawns and playthings, to workers and consumers, to servants and slaves. All the things I have made are tainted with a patina of evil. As this is happening, we see Iron Lad and Doom making their way into some sort of frozen cave. All of them but one. And that is you. If this has found its way to you, then I am gone, and I have left you a world that is no place for the innocent. But only innocent eyes can see it for what it could be. Remember, Anthony, it's never too late to change the world around you. You just have to fight, and you have to win. And Doom and Iron Lad find, in the depths of this frozen cave, Captain America. The beginning. I face myself. No, actually, this is where we get the the to be continued in Ultimate Universe, November 2023. Yep. 
and introducing Steve Rogers as Captain America. Fuck! Ultimate Invasion. That is it. Guys, this book whips, right? This book drives so hard. It whips. It's so good. Um, fuck. So, gentlemen, final thoughts on this book and on Ultimate Invasion as a whole. What was your favorite part? Uh, Malcolm, you go first. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say what my favorite part was because I just love this entire mini. Just from soup to nuts. I think it's just so, it's so perfect. It's so Hickman, but it's also so perfectly Ultimate Universe. Yeah. And I miss this kind of storytelling that goes with the Ultimate Universe. This insane puzzle box storytelling you know it's it's moffat to the extreme you know what i mean yes. it's moffat and abrams to yes. the extreme that like is it exactly. is real puzzle box shit yes uh, it is but it's baby. it's wonderful this feels very much this is this is season six of doctor who uh 100 yeah. you know it's it's the pandora's what's going box. on with amy who's the child that was in the astronaut suit what is going on? <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's everything all together uh i i fucking oh, love this book man it's ah it's so good um favorite bit i mean it's got to be the ending i think the end reveal of the team tony being iron lad shit just works so well but also just doom just doom yeah doom 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 in blue doom in blue i love this book i i love this book i love it and it only gets better every time you read it. This is like my fourth time reading it through all the way. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I I think this is my it. third. And, and I it's love fucking it. It just wild. gets better and better yeah. every time. Yep. Jacob? Uh, yeah. Repeat of all of this. This is this was incredible. It's it's great to, you know, I don't think I would have enjoyed it that much for like not knowing what we what we read before. Like in yeah. terms of Ultimate Spider-Man and everything yeah. like that. Like this like to get some semblance of what led to this is really incredible that we're here at this journey uh it's well done to like this feels like a yeah this felt like a 60, 60th anniversary special like when like a doctor yeah basically yeah. like, what it would have been like just to include everything like this was like let's remember the ultimate universe for just a brief second here and it's like oh yeah we bring out the best uh yeah that uh, reveal for the end is very good like how uh like poetic it is and um uh my favorite part is doom as well it reminds me it's mainly the look man it's it's the fact that he's in blue reminds me a lot of the 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 first the six doctors um uh look before he got into the technicolor dream coat look mm -hmm. he had a full powder blue suit that was uh, very much reminiscent Hell of yeah. the first doctor and like that suit and i loved that suit i really do Hell so to yeah. see doom dressed like that i was like oh my god doom is just the sixth doctor helping out with this scenario that's, that's kind fucked. of amazing um so yeah this I know we kept making Doctor Who references, but like this, it's really incredible how like this kind of mirrors that. It's it weird. Does feel very it's Doctor really Who. weird. It does feel it, very Doctor Who. It is yeah. very very interesting, and I'm and I'm with you guys. Like I loved this. I loved it the first time. I I wasn't sure if I loved it the first time I read it. The second time I was like, I think I really dig this. And now reading it for a third time, I love this fucking story, man. Yeah. And it's opening the door for so many cool things um which yeah. we will get to but for now 
we we've got some emails to read which means malcolm what time is it uh it is the i mean the great return again of the ultimate mailbag i can't i can't i can't say it enough ultimate mailbag ultimate mailbag ultimate mailbag it's honestly what it should be now i think true just this it's back if you would like to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com. Put ultimate mailbag as a subject header. We're recording these a little bit ahead of time. So if we don't read it this week, keep sending them in. We will be reading them. We will be getting to them. Just keep sending yeah. them in. Yeah. Um, our first email comes from a first time writer. This is from Owen Seiler. I hope I said that correctly, Owen. Um, who writes in Owen, who writes, hello, Eric of the Geek Explained podcast. Admittedly, I've only just recently discovered this podcast, but I'm very glad I did. I love being able to listen to people who have a clear love and passion for something like comics while also being able to properly articulate what works in a book and what doesn't. Ultimate Invasion slash Ultimate Universe, I feel like is one of those books that, while it is a more relatively recent book, is definitely worth talking about. I'm a big fan of Jonathan Hickman's work as the first comic I ever read was Secret Wars number one and by him and Asad Ribic. That was your first comic? That was your first comic? That's heavy. Holy bro. shit. That's crazy. Uh, good for be- you. It's good for you. Honestly, that's sick. And being able to see him craft out this unique vision for a brand new Ultimate Marvel Universe has been very exciting to witness. Not to mention that the artwork by Brian Hitch and Stefana Caselli on both books looks absolutely immaculate. While I also find it incredibly fitting that Hitch served as the artist on Ultimate Invasion, as it was his work on the original Ultimates with Mark Millar, Miller, whatever, that helped define the book for not just the original Ultimate Universe, but also served as the visual template for the MCU too. So having him come to help create the look of this all-new Ultimate Universe is a real full... It's a real full circle moment. On your first email, Owen. He's a new he's a new listener. He doesn't he's know. New. He's, he's new. doesn't he's know. New. He's right. He's right. Doesn't know. Um, doesn't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, enough of my rambling. Here's my question that I have. As some people are aware, Donny Cates was supposed to be the original writer of Ultimate Invasion, as it was going to follow up on his inclusion of the maker in his Venom run, but had to drop out due to personal stuff, with Hickman being brought on board and going in an entirely different direction. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know that that was the original plan. I knew that, I mean, he had obviously some plans for Maker, but I didn't know that Ultimate Invasion was going to be his thing. Yeah, like he, yeah, he was going to be doing the Ultimate Universe stuff. That was that was what I was like alluding to last week's episode. But yeah, he he was going to be doing the Ultimate Universe stuff. Like that was think, his project. I think it ended up working out for the best. I would agree. I would agree. Comics wise. Yeah. Um, my question is, do you think you might have been interested in seeing what Donnie's original vision for Ultimate Invasion would have looked like? Or are you happy with what Hickman's currently crafting right now? Much love, Owen Seiler. Um, I think we just, I mean, we answered it. We're, we're happy with what we got, but Very I would be interested to see what Kate's had planned. Uh, I think that would make a great what if at some point down the Totally line. agree. That I think that's, that's the stuff that what ifs are made of absolutely um, that said i wouldn't change what we have right now for anything in the world 100 it, it's better than i could have hoped it would have been it's wibbly wobbly it's timey wimey and i could not be happier about that yeah i'm thrilled um and jacob agrees uh our last email comes from mullet overlord mullet. who writes the subject header is the ultimate quiver love that 
incredible. Uh, Dear Ultimate Enforcers, I first got hooked on the book club by listening to the Ultimate Spider-Man season. So yeah, I guess you could say things have come... (sighs) Have come what? Full circle. (sighs) I'm incredibly excited for the return of world-famous Gaslight... (laughs) It's so funny because we, we always say world famous gaslight theater actor Jacob Brown, but Mullet Overlord just wrote world famous gaslighting actor Jacob Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. That's even funnier. <laughs> Acting so good. He's gaslighting everybody. <laughs> he's gaslighting everybody into believing he's an actor. No, 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 no. That's so um, funny. Even if he seems to have returned from that boating accident as something else. I cannot wait to hear you guys' thoughts on Ultimate Universe 2, Electric Boogaloo, and for the three ongoings to join Immortal Thor as my only Marvel polls. That's totally fair. Wow. Um, I've been recently reading through Kurt Busiek's original Thunderbolts run and have been having a blast. Great nice. run. I've been thinking about rereading that actually recently. That's really funny. It's been a while. Yeah, it's uh, I do find it interesting how much Thunderbolts and Suicide Squad seem to be in conversation with each other via the different ways they handle the concept uh-huh. of a super team made of, of villains. The Harley Quinn era of Suicide Squad especially borrowed the theme of supervillains becoming more and more altruistic over time. Harley, Enchantress, and Croc in particular go on to have more heroic careers after leaving the squad. Whereas the post-Civil War government-run Thunderbolts feels incredibly Task Force X-coded. And the MCU Thunderbolts, 100%. And the MCU Thunderbolts looks like it's just going to be a terrible Suicide Squad team, especially if they're going up against the Sentry. Are there any teams or characters from DC or Marvel that you feel are in continual conversation with their cross-publisher counter parts or am i just reading too much into small coincidence also holy shit was the church on ruby road a lot of fun insane that the new companion character and actor is the same age as the revival yeah isn't that crazy yeah yeah she's like 19 yeah it's kind of wild it's kind of actually mind melting i'm i'm gonna go walk into the ocean yeah Um, i get it Spoilers, also, the Doctor definitely made magic real with that salt. I mean, anything could happen. It's pretty, so. pretty exciting. I think so. Um, sincerely, Mullet Overlord. P.S. Eric, you should definitely listen to Dallas about A Way of Kings. The Stormlight Archive is probably my favorite book series. Everything is, is crab, and it will sock you in the emotions constantly. Also, there's a guy named Cal from a rural farm town who just wants to protect everyone as the best character archetype. Oh, and everyone has a big anime sword. You know what? I'm sold. What I'm in on that. Way of Kings. I haven't uh, listened to you guys' episode yet. What, what is? It, it, it was a book series that uh, Dallas recommended to me during our Klaus episode, and yeah. I mean, that's two people who really love it. So I might have to give it a shot. Okay, cool. sounds cool. Everyone has a big anime sword. That's fun. I'm into that. Um, that's an interesting question. I feel um when it comes to the. Uh, teams across publishers that seem to be in conversation with each other. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea of a Justice League Dark is very Midnight Suns coded. Yes. Uh, which I yes. find interesting. Yes. I'm looking back to this. Jesus. I'm looking back now at my comic list. Uh, um, there was a period when, when the New Avengers first started. Uh, yes. New Avengers was very Outsiders coded oh like original batman and the outsiders vibe it felt very like outsiders like coded at first and then kind of separated into something different 
Right. Um, but uh, I always wish that Marvel had an Outsiders like team. Uh, yeah. Outsiders is my favorite DC team. Uh, just I wish that there was more there. I mean, I mean, with any uh, luck, we might get that with the Hive Mind Thunderbolts run. The first issue drove so hard. Drove. I'm excited <laughs> to see more of it. Drove. I'm really mad. It's a four issue mini. Me too. Really we might mad. Get more, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Buy the book. Buy the book first. Please, buy the book. Buy the book. Please, buy the book. Please. Um, you know, there was a time long ago when DC and Marvel were uh, listening to each other when it came to their biggest books, that being New Teen Titans and X-Men. Yep. Um, so that is probably the one that I would look at. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's the Blackest Night Necrotia era yes, where both 100%. are happening at the same time. There's yeah. the... There's a couple instances of that, you know, of them both listening to each other a lot there, or just yeah. clearly something was in the popular mind because they both had events that were very similar or books that were very similar. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And I mean, Young Avengers and all other stuff has been trying to be Teen Titans since. Right. Forever. Exactly. So... Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fascinating to see how those how those companies. Um, align and also differ but thank you to uh everybody for writing in again continue to write in geeksplain at gmail.com put the ultimate mailbag in the subject header and we'll continue to now um just keep keep sending them in we'll read them eventually um we love hearing from y'all and we will continue to read them off as we get them so yeah um but that is going to do it for this week next week we are diving headfirst into the ultimate universe. Oh, yeah, we are. I mean, alongside next week being the official store drop of Ultimate Spider-Man number one. Go pick yes. it up, pick it up, pick it up. Sublime! Uh, our goal, sublime! Uh, we are going to be covering Ultimate Universe number one. Uh, this is written by Jonathan Hickman with art by Stefano Caselli. Very excited. Uh, the synopsis goes like this the spoils of victory after the world's shaking conclusion of ultimate invasion a new team of heroes bands together to save the future from mastermind jonathan hickman and superstar artist stefano caselli don't miss out on this foundational issue for the new line of ultimate comics now here's the thing i have not read this book since the week that it came out and i have no recollection of what happens oh really i do not remember oh. so i am really stoked um the cover is one of my favorite covers of this whole bunch one of the best covers of the year, um, last year a, a fucking all-star cover comprised of captain america sith thor iron lad and doom doom and blue uh i fucking i love this bloom Bloom. don't say that mr bloom he's better than bloom uh but yeah so that's what we're going to be covering we're going to dedicate the entire episode to ultimate universe number one so be there or be square not a circle there's a lot to talk about in that issue i think oh and you get a pass this week because you're new don't be a circle. Also, hey, thanks again for writing in. Also, hey, thanks again, man. Really, thanks yeah. for writing in. We love awesome. hearing from love people. That. If you have been listening for a while and you haven't written in, write on in. Write on hear in. From you. Come on we'd down. Hey, 
Come on down. You know there's a bunch of you. Come on down to Book Club Town. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that is going to do it for this week. Tune in next week for Ultimate Universe number one. Until then, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I have been Eric Azana. I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I was, and will forever build me, Jacob Brown. At the end of time, constantly waiting, waiting to wage war on us. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week for Ultimate Universe number one and the hotly anticipated Ultimate Spider-Man the week after. But until then, thank you so much for listening. Everybody stay safe, and we will see you next time. Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. Side, back where the others lie Feels like it always drags me